Hey friends, are you craving connection on a deeper level with high caliber women? Well, I've got the perfect evening for you. If you live in the Twin Cities area of Minneapolis, St. Paul, or want to visit, I invite you to join me for an intimate evening of rich conversation, fabulous food, and new connections. Just send me an email at hello at barbarachurchill.com with the subject line, invite me to dinner, and I'll make sure to put you on the list to get all the information. This is happening early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to episode 51 of the Create What You Crave podcast, the one where you learn why it's hard to receive and how to change that. Welcome to the Create What You Crave podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hello, hello. How are you on this fine day, my friend? I am doing very well. And I have to say, I am so excited because as of the day this podcast goes live, my new website will have launched. And this is just a big, big yay for me. I love how it turned out. And I want you to pop over there and see it because I hope you love it too. And part of that excitement is because with my new website comes a new resource that I created for you on the four derailers that I talk about on this podcast. And it's completely free. So just visit my website, barbarachurchill.com and click on start here in the upper right-hand corner. And then you can enter your name and email and the video and companion workbook that I created will be sent to your inbox ASAP. Now, this is going to help you tremendously with all that critical and judgmental thinking that keeps you stuck and playing smaller than you're meant to play. And this is going to be a great resource to just keep at your fingertips, right? But once you're done, do me a favor, will you? Once you've gone through the workbook, I'd love to hear how much you loved it and what your favorite takeaways are. So please drop me a note at hello at barbarachurchill.com. And I always answer every single email I get. So I am looking forward to hearing what you think of this new um, offer and resource that I have for you, because I think it's pretty special and I hope you do too. And as if that wasn't enough, (laughs) I have a new luxury retreat that I'm offering and it is off the charts. I'm just telling you, We are going to Italy. We are going to Tuscany, and I cannot wait for you to join me. And this isn't your run-of-the-mill retreat, my friend. Oh, no, no. It is luxury all the way. It's learning about yourself on a deeper level. That's why I love traveling. I mean, I learn so much about myself when I travel. It's a fabulous time, but there's a deeper meaning to it for me, too. It's also investing in yourself, in your future self and in your dreams. And I'll be offering a workshop on the very first full day that we have together. And that's going to open your eyes on what's really possible for you. I will coach you privately on whatever it is that you want to flesh out. 
There will be a chef to make all of our gourmet meals. We will have a cooking class. We will do yoga on site. We will have massages. We'll be relaxing by the pool. We're going to have this whole villa to ourselves, okay? (laughs) It's amazing. And there's going to be more surprises that I'm not going to share on this podcast because I just want to see your face (laughs) when this stuff happens. So it's going to blow your mind and I want you to be there. This has been such a labor of love on so many levels for me. And I have to say, I am so giddy with joy about what this retreat is going to offer you because I know the power of going on a retreat, getting away and just being you. Now you can find out more by visiting my website, barbarachurchill.com forward slash retreats. And reserve your spot today because this is small. This is not a large group going. This is a very small group going. And so the space is very limited and I know it's going to sell out. So I am so excited for you to get all the goodness and the growth that comes from these two new offerings. And I'm telling you, it's guaranteed growth and goodness (laughs) guaranteed for you. And that leads me to today's topic. This is February. And I decided to talk about love all month. And it's not the mushy, romantic love that dominates the media at this time of year with Valentine's Day just around the corner. I personally think that one day gets way too much attention and puts a ton of pressure on you if, you know, to have this one day of perfect romantic love shared between two people and then completely ignores that in order to have that and truly enjoy it, you have to know how to receive it. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, women and the difficulty they have receiving and what to do about it. All right. So, you know, the last several years, this whole idea of self-care has, you know, picked up steam and we hear all about it. And, but I think the definition has been skewed. Self-care has now become this general personal care thing, you know, exercise, manicures, pedicures, those kinds of things. And then we really we think we're really taking great care of ourselves, you know, when we book a massage or something a couple of times a year, but I applaud these types of services. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I partake, I just had a pedicure today and (laughs) uh, before a trip, but this to me is not self-care. This is just maintaining the divine body that you have so that you can go out and do all the fabulous things you want to do. Historically, Women have never been raised or trained on how to receive. We've never been told it was a good thing. You know, it's good for us to receive. Quite the contrary. Women have been raised to be the givers, the nurturers, the doers for others. And to be honest, we really do it quite naturally, don't we? Most women have developed extraordinary giver skills in all aspects of their lives. It's kind of in our biology. It's almost like we're wired to caretake. And as a result, many women are living unbalanced and, you know, under accomplished lives because the door only opens one way. It only opens out to other people. I'm curious, are you living this way? Do you notice yourself in any of this? Because I used to. Growing up as the youngest child, it was my job to take care of certain family members when I became a teen. And I know that doesn't sound like the typical younger, you know, third child, you know, characteristics, but I didn't grow up in a typical household. So our society trains girls from a very young age 
that being the nurturer and the giver is what they should strive for. Then they will have success as a woman. So as women grow up watching TV shows and movies and, you know, now it's social media and everything where the mother is typically the nurturer, the kid raiser, the chief cook and bottle washer, the caregiver for aging parents. I mean, all the things. Plus, she probably has a high power job, right? Is it any wonder that we buy into the belief that it is our job to give and give and give? I mean, when is the last time you watched something where the woman asked for what she needed and wanted and got it? without any apology or disclaimer. It just hasn't been modeled for us very much. A lot of women are afraid to say what they want. Are you one of them? Or, you know, they might be more, it might be a more factual statement to say women really don't know what they want. They've never taken the time to ask themselves that, right? Because we're not trained to ask ourselves, well, what do I really want? I mean, they don't even know they can ask that question. That's why we don't get what we want. I mean, some of the times anyway. And here's the kicker. I bet you know exactly what the people in your life want, right? That you know without a doubt. We get rewarded for giving others what they want. We're called good moms or you know, good friends or good wives. Well, what a load of BS. I'm a good mom based on how I love my kids, not on how much I give to them. I would much rather be called a good mom for modeling to my kids that it's so important to prioritize my needs and wants just as much as those of my family members, right? Wanting what we want and putting words to it can also be risky. I mean, think about it. The point of knowing and asking is not always getting everything we want, but to get more comfortable with knowing and speaking our needs. How about even admitting that you have needs? (laughs) There's a concept, right? It's not a sign of weakness. Every human has needs and those needs and desires are important. And then there's the question, do you even know what you want? I mean, that took me a long time to figure out when I was younger. And many of my clients don't know how to answer that question for themselves. They know what they want in their career. They know what they want in their family or they know what they don't want, right? But what do they want for themselves? I get a lot of blank stares when I ask that question. So we start with small wants, okay? Weekly time alone. Maybe they schedule an hour of alone time every week. We have to start with baby steps, right? Maybe they hire a cleaning service because they're sick of doing it themselves. You know, something small. And once those are well ingrained, then we move on to the larger ones, the ones that speak to your soul, right? That takes time. And there's a lot of discomfort in making this shift because all that judgy stuff is going to come into your brain, right? The the uh, inner critic piece, that judgy McJudgerson, you know, well, you don't really deserve this. You shouldn't be taking this much time on yourself. That's selfish. Again, don't listen to it. We are much more comfortable giving to other people And then having other people give it to us. And I know I'm way more comfortable doing that. I mean, I've gotten better, certainly, over time. But um, I know even today, I prefer to be the giver than the (laughs) givee. And I'm the first one 
on the list when somebody needs a meal after surgery or, you know, someone's died or, you know what, if somebody needs a ride, fine, call me. If you're going through a divorce and you need to talk at 3 a.m., I'm your gal, no problem. I absolutely love being able to help other people. And it gives me such a lovely, full feeling inside. But receiving nurturing gestures from others, that took me kind of a long time to open up to. And I'm going to be really honest here. It feels good to be needed, right? That's my ego taking over. I I like to be needed. I like being the go-to gal. I feel important when I give and it's received well, right? But that's about ego. Now, when I had my double mastectomy, I had friends and acquaintances offer to bring me meals to my home when I was recovering. And my first reaction, of course, you know, typical, oh, no, 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 that's nice of you, but we'll be fine. My husband and kids can handle it. No worries. You know, like I'm going in for, you know, a hangnail or something. And one woman that I volunteered with at the high school, she told me that, you know what? You don't really have a choice, sis. (laughs) She was very bold. I loved her. And she was going to set up scheduled meals for me. So I really couldn't say no. Do you know that I had meals delivered to my home 22 nights in a row? I mean, that just floored me. These were women. They're showing up in my house. I didn't even know who they were. But my family loved it. And they look forward to every evening. They're like, hey, you know, what's coming now? (laughs) It was great meals on wheels, let me tell you. But I got to say it. First, I was so uncomfortable receiving the love. And the gifts of food, because that's really what it is. These women cared, even the ones that didn't know me. It was like a sisterhood. One of our sisters is in trouble. Let's help her out, right? I almost felt guilty about accepting the meals. And isn't that fascinating? You know? Then I was talking with one of my friends on the phone, and she asked me why I had such a hard time, you know, receiving. And I told her that I'm just much more comfortable giving. And that's when she reminded me that I was actually giving in a way. And I was like, what? She said, I was giving these fabulously generous women the gift of being able to give to me. She asked me how it felt to give and nurture. And when I explained it to her, she said, so why would you want to deprive someone of feeling that way? And that just hit me between the eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, I never even thought of it that way. And that was a huge aha for me. So I know being the giver feels good. So let's allow the people in our world to feel good too by giving to us. All right. So here's an exercise I want you to try. Today, Allow yourself to receive. Let someone do something nice for you. Let someone give you a compliment and accept it. Let someone help you. Then stand there and take it in. Feel it. Know that you deserve every beautiful word that's been spoken. Know that you are worthy of being cared for. Know that you are allowing someone else to feel that great feeling of being able to give to you. Don't deflect by saying, oh, no, 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 you don't have to. Or, you know, don't try to immediately give something back. You don't have to reciprocate. This isn't tit for tat. Just say, thank you. Just sit with it. 
Absorb it. Let it soak in. And you know what? Do it again tomorrow. (laughs) So we want to build that muscle. Do it every day. Something small doesn't matter. Start building that receiving muscle. Okay. And to answer the question, you know, we've heard is it better to give than to receive? I'd say it's best to do both. It's not either or. I'd love to give you another opportunity to receive by inviting you to book a discovery call with me today to talk about the ways that you can increase your level of receiving. You know, the universe is waiting to share all its goodness with you, but first you have to be open to receive it. So let's talk this week. Okay, my friend. And until next time, remember, I believe in you. Hey, if you love this episode and want to dive deeper into what's possible for you, I invite you to schedule a call with me where we can discuss what it takes to get out from under the weight of self-doubt and step into the real you unapologetically. It's simple. Just visit barbarachurchill.com to book your complimentary call now. Remember, subscribe and review this podcast because I really want to hear from you. I'll see you soon.